Hi, I'm April Adams Pertwee. I'm your host of the Inside Story podcast. I've been telling people stories my entire adult life as a broadcast journalist, video producer, and digital storyteller. These days, you can find me at Light Beamers, where I'm building a community of women who are ready to step into their brave by sharing their story with the world. On the Inside Story podcast, I'm bringing you some of the best stories I'm discovering from both the women inside of my community, as well as from around the streets of the internet. Plus, I'm digging deep to share some of my own stories with you along the way. My hope is that these stories will help encourage you to examine your own story so that you can share it with other people. I have a motto at Light Beamers. When we share our stories, we shine a light. So with that in mind, let's get down to business today and share the light found in this episode. This episode of the Inside Story podcast is being brought to you by the Storytelling Symposium. This is our community-wide annual event where we bring women and men together from all sectors of life to discuss what does it look like for you to step into your brave and share your story. I talk to so many women every day who think their story doesn't matter. It's not important. It's not big enough. It couldn't possibly make an impact. Or they know they have a story, but they just have no idea where to start or how to share it. This is exactly why I created the Storytelling Symposium. This special event is an opportunity for you to come learn more about how to excavate the layers of your story and how to give your story meaning and impact. We are all walking around with a story to share, yet so often women play it small. They keep it quiet and they let other stories pass them by. The symposium is your opportunity to step into the power of your story and to be surrounded by the most amazing speakers and guest teachers, as well as other amazing attendees that we will have in this workshop where you can network and share stories together that will help empower you to step into your brave and share your own story. This is a storytelling event like no other. It's especially curated with you in mind. So I invite you to join us for our next event on April 29th and 30th of 2021, which is a virtual event this year. And that means it should be an easy way for you to say yes. For more information on the 2021 Storytelling Symposium that is hosted by Lightbeamers, I'd love for you to check it out. Go to lightbeamers.com and click on the events tab in the top navigation bar. Be sure to reach out to me if you have any questions and I sure hope to see you there. Welcome, 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 Light Beamers. Welcome Inside Story Podcast listeners. I'm April Adams Pertwee. I'm so happy that you are here tuning in today. I am literally, literally recording this podcast episode from a beach house that we have rented for the weekend. We had a huge weekend celebration with all of my family, my family, my sister's family, my brother's family, um, even some extended family that came down to celebrate, oddly enough, came down this weekend to the Texas coast to celebrate my mom's 80th birthday. 
We have had this trip planned for probably six months. We had two big beach houses rented for all of us to stay in. You know, all the cousins were going to be here, all the siblings. And 48 hours before the trip, my mom's husband got sick. He got sick with kidney stones and he was literally doubled over in pain. And at the end of the day, the two of them were not able to make the trip. It was really awful. The good news is he has since passed the kidney stones and he is resting comfortably, getting back to normal. But I personally have never had kidney stones, but I've had a lot of people in my family, you know, talking about it this weekend who have had kidney stones. And I don't know if you all have, if you've ever had kidney stones, but I hear it's definitely one of the more painful experiences that you can go through. Even my sister says it's worse than childbirth. So anyway, we all came down here because the show must go on, right? The show must go on. And we all came, even though my mom and Danny did not get to come, but we celebrated her 80th birthday in, in her honor. And I know it made her so happy just knowing that we were all together. So we are still here celebrating, um, and I've kind of just tucked myself away to do this podcast recording because I wanted to get it out for this week because here's what I want to share with you guys today, and this is a really good, um, the, the point of this podcast is to get you thinking, okay? You know, I always want to help you think about stories that are inside of you too, not just my stories or stories from guests that we have on the show but also to use this podcast as a way to help you examine some stories that are kind of hanging out inside of you and what to do with those stories. And that's really the work of Light Beamers um, is really helping other women learn how to extricate the stories that are inside of them and how to use those stories in really powerful and positive ways. One of the ways that we do that is inside our Light Beamers community, which is our private Facebook group that I talk about um, at the end of every podcast episode, if you have not joined our community on Facebook, even if you're not a big Facebook user, I think you would really enjoy our community because we do a lot of story prompting in there. And we open up the community throughout the week to give people uh, a space, a free, private, safe environment to practice their storytelling and really, you know, practice these story prompts that we share to help them do just that, extricate some of those stories that are inside of you. One of the story prompts that we shared just this past week, which was why I wanted to record a podcast episode about this, the prompt was, what do you have now that you did not have a year ago that is positive in your life? Okay, so I'm going to say that again to get you thinking about this. What do you have in your life now that you did not have a year ago that is positive, that is a bonus, that is, you know, rich and rewarding? And I think that this is such a good question to stop and think for all of us. And when I I did this work this week, you know, really thinking about my answer to that question and just the just the pausing for a minute and really looking back on my life over the past year, which, of course, at the time that I'm recording this podcast episode, it's April of 2021. So if I look back over the course of the last 12 months, 
that takes us back to April of 2020, which is really at the height of when the, the COVID pandemic had just begun. And so the last 12 months have, have largely been consumed by the pandemic, by quarantine, by health scares. I myself am coming off of a recovery of getting COVID. My whole family got COVID. Um, this was just several weeks ago. So it has taken front, you know, center stage, front and center for in our lives over the past 12 months. And that, of course, isn't necessarily positive, right? But what has come out of that, like what it has forced us to do as humans and and in my life and in my family's life, what we've had to do to pivot both in business and in, in personal life has it's really pretty remarkable. Some of the things that have changed and they've changed for the better. They definitely are much more positive and I, we wouldn't have had that a year ago. So I do think that if each one of you stop and pause and ask yourself that same question, what do you have in your life today that is positive that you didn't have a year ago? And really doesn't matter whether it's 2021, 2025, 20, you know, what year you might be listening to this. You can really take pause and ask yourself that question and probably extricate some pretty cool stories. So I thought I would share with you a little bit of, of mine just to kind of give you an idea of, you know, where I'm at with all of this. And I tell you again, sitting here today, recording this podcast episode from the beach you know, having spent a most beautiful weekend with my family, I will tell you a really easy answer is family. A really easy answer. Not that I didn't have family a year ago. I definitely had family a year ago. I definitely, you know, have always had a pretty, really pretty healthy relationship in our family. I mean, we all have bumps and bruises like any family does. We have altercations and we have, you know, times where we're, we're, you know, fussy with each other, if you will. But by and large, one of the gifts of my life has been my family. We're a pretty close family. I have a sister and a brother. And of course, my mom is still here with us. She's the one that just turned 80. My dad just passed away last year. Um, But, you know, the siblings and their children, um, all of that in my life has been has been really a healthy, for the most part, a healthy, a healthy relationship. And Family has been a big blessing in our lives. However, what I would say that has changed, that is definitely more positive, and this trip is an example of that, is how much more intentional we are being with our time. You know, it it takes a lot of work to coordinate a big trip like this and get everybody there. But when you are intentional about it and you say, hey, this is important, we need to all get together so that we can be together and celebrate together and just enjoy each other's company together. We don't get the chance to do that on a day-to-day basis just because we all live in different places and we're all going in different directions. And so the, the fact that over the past year, I think the pandemic has, has really forced us, my family and myself to look at who am I spending my time with, you know, and, uh, and am I being intentional about that? And family is such a big, huge core value of mine that when I look at who I'm spending my time with, I'm putting family pretty much at the top of who I want to be spending my time with. And so this weekend is an example of that for sure. But when I look also just at 
me, my life, April, and really take family and all these other people outside of the equation and really look at what do I have in my life that I didn't have a year ago that it was really positive. I want to talk about this concept today um, around containers and specifically tight containers and what that really means. Because when I look back a year ago to what I have now, this has been something that has been really pretty big in my life over the last 12 months that I've been very intentional about creating and holding to, creating boundaries around, which is this concept around tight containers. And I really first started kind of hearing this language from a coach that I um, belong to his mastermind, George Bryant. And he talks about this all the time. You've got to create tight containers. You know, when, when we look at our businesses and the, the work that I do, you know, wanting, you know, joining the mastermind, one of the reasons what I joined was like I wanted to put myself at the table with some other people who are a few steps ahead of me that are doing really powerful work in their business. And I wanted to learn from them. And so this is one of the things that George talks about as a multiple seven figure business owner, uh, very, very successful businessman. This is, you know, what he has shared with us that has been pivotal in his life and business is creating these tight containers. And when I started looking at <laughs> my tight containers, I will tell you a year ago, they didn't really exist. I was beginning to put some things in place because I could tell that the way I spent my time throughout my day was pretty loosey-goosey. You know, it was like all over the map some days and I didn't have a whole lot of structure. I I didn't even use Google Calendar. You know what I'm saying? Like I just kind of like jotted things down on a to-do list and I mapped a few things out on my calendar every once in a while, like super important appointments. You know, I would definitely put those down on my calendar, but I really didn't do proper calendar blocking. I didn't really map my week out in advance. I didn't look at where I was leaking time and energy. I had no idea. You know, I might get on social media and waste three hours. I mean, you know what happens. And so when I started evaluating that, thanks to being in this mastermind and thanks to having someone like George really teach this and preach this to us on a, on a weekly basis, I really started evaluating what did my tight containers look like? And number one, I didn't really have good containers and they certainly weren't tight. And so when I look back now, okay, over the past year, as I have, number one, been building a team, I've been adding um, assistants who work with me full time in my business. I have a podcast editor and video editor that works with me, uh, not full time, but pretty regularly in Light Beamers. It does a lot of great work for us. And as I've added people into my team, you know, I needed to have some structure in place because it's fine for me to be willy nilly and maybe all over the map. But it's not OK as I start to grow this company to be that way with other people. I needed to have structure. So once I started bringing those people into Light Beamers, you know, we did start building out a project management system. We started building out a communication system. We started building out workflows and processes. So those were some containers that have been, let me tell you, incredibly powerful and positive in 
in my business, which spills over into my life because I'm really building out those systems in those containers. And then for me, though, personally, as I got into this work, I knew I had to keep doing it at a level that was just for me. And so over the past year, really probably even just over the last six, seven, eight months, I have been so much more intentional about my calendar. Like I am using Google Calendar like a boss, let me tell you, because I have every single thing mapped out on my calendar, whether it's an appointment or not, whether it's an appointment with someone else, I have mapped out my calendar so I know exactly what I'm doing, you know, for two hours first thing in the morning when I get get up or the next two hours when I kind of get into the office. I know what I kind of know what my office hours are. I've set office hours so that I can have balance and harmony in the rest of my life, right? I'm creating um, containers around my health and wellness, making sure I'm getting my workouts in, making sure I have time for my family, that I'm not just letting one area of my life take over. And that has really been um, so helpful to put all of that down on a calendar so I can see it and so I can commit to it. I can see it's in front of me. And I, I say to myself, these are the things that I and putting on my calendar because they're important. And so creating those tight containers around my calendar is just one example of something I've really worked hard on this past year that has been a massive positive influence um, when I look back and see some of the changes that I've made. Um, I'm no longer really leaking that time and energy. I have the structure and the, the discipline <laughs> in place. And of course, I'm, it's a work in progress because I'm, I'm a pretty free spirited type person. I'm very right brain. I'm very creative. I'm very spontaneous and I'm very much a free sport, a, a free spirit. And so that part of me needs to have space also. Right. And so now on my calendar, there literally is time that says creative juice time. And there's no structure around that other than I'm giving myself two hours to do whatever the heck I want to do, right? Like I can go write, I can go outside and take a walk, I can, you know, record podcasts, I can do Facebook videos or Facebook lives, or I can jump on calls with people, like whatever I want to do in that space that it's allowing my creativity to come forward. You know, maybe it's writing in my journal, maybe it's sitting down down for um you know, creating some social media posts or writing emails, whatever it may be, I've got the space on my calendar to allow that creativity to come through. Whereas before, I was just like, at, you know, kind of at that creativity's mercy. You know, I always was like, oh, whenever the mood strikes is when I'll do it. And of course, I still honor that because as a creative, you kind of have to always, you know, be a little flexible, obviously. But I'm also creating space where that can occur. And I think that has been such a huge differentiator in the way I operate this past year. So for you, I wanted to share that with you because you may be in one or two camps, right? You may be someone who is already very structured, who is very linear, left brain, you know, very much has those tight containers in place. You may be that type of person. And so if you are, I kind of encourage you to think, well, what does it look like for me to add a little bit more flexibility or creativity or just flex time 
So, you know, play time, creative time into my life. Because if you're all one way, then you're leaving some some things off the table if you don't also build in space for the other. I was the opposite. I was, you know, flying by the seat of my pants, you know, letting things just kind of let the spirit move me and do things whenever I felt like it. And that's great, but I had zero structure. And the structure, as I look back and I think about what is something that's positive that I have now that I didn't have a year ago, I'm telling you, it's those tight containers. It's that structure. I mean, I am so, I just feel good. You know, I feel like I know what I'm doing. I feel like I have direction. I feel like I have, you know, a sandbox to play in that, you know, gives me some boundaries. And I needed those so badly. And so I was the opposite. I needed the structure. I already had the creativity and the flexibility and the spontaneity, but I needed more structure. And so, you know, it's really easy to look back and say, you know, over the past year, you know, I've definitely put family at the top of my list and I'm making more time for my family and we're being so much more intentional with our time as a family. And let me tell you, that is a huge positive. I am not at all saying that's not Uh, you know, at the top of my list. But when I think about something super practical, something very concrete, and that has been pretty transformational in the way that I do my business, which obviously spills over into my life, I have to tell you, it's putting in these tight containers over the last year. It has been a huge, huge positive. And so I just open up the floor of conversation for you to think about this same question. What do you have in your life today that you didn't have a year ago that is positive? That is a really rich examination for you to dive into and probably a pretty rich story that you could share with someone else today when you come up with your answer. And you may be like me and have more than one answer and that's totally okay. I think this past year has taught us to do a lot of things. It's taught us to be resourceful. It's taught us to get our priorities in order. It's taught us to, um, you know, make some pivots and be courageous and make some changes and go with the flow. It's taught us a lot of things. And so I encourage you to dig into that one today. Uh, Sharing this prompt with you today with the hopes that you will dig into that today. And if you want to share, your answer with us as a community, then we invite you to join us over in the Light Beamers community and you can create a post in there and share your your story around this prompt and let us know that you listened to the podcast and that you wanted to come in and chime in. I think you'll find that Light Beamers community a warm, welcoming, safe, lovely, beautiful, encouraging environment for you to come and explore and extricate some stories from you just like um, this one today that I'm sharing with you as this prompt really got me thinking this past week and so much so that I wanted to come in today and share this as a podcast episode. So again, my invitation to you is to number one, think about your life over the past year and what do you have today that you didn't have a year ago that is positive and then come into the Light Beamers community on Facebook and share that story with us. I would love to hear your story. All right, guys, that's what I have for you today. 
we're going to go and enjoy the rest of this little beach vacation with my family. And I will see you again next week right here on the Inside Story Podcast. See you then. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Don't forget to give it a review and share this broadcast out with your friends and family. Now, did listening to this episode make you think more about your own story? Are you wondering which parts of your own story are relevant to share with others? This is the question I get asked more than any other. How do I share my story? Which parts of my story are worth sharing with other people? How can I make my story relatable so that others can benefit from it? I've taken my simple process that I've used for years as a journalist and broken it down into a three-part storytelling formula that will help you discover the key components of your own story and how to share it. It's a free resource I've created to help you become a light beamer by sharing your story. Simply go to www.lightbeamers.com and click on the big yellow button on the homepage to download your story formula. I'd love to hear your story too, so be sure to join my free community on Facebook, the Light Beamers community, and share your story with me. I can't wait to learn more about you and the story that's inside of you. In the meantime, be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you can get notified when our next broadcast is live. You will want to stay tuned to the stories we are lining up for you next. I promise they are so good. As always, Light Beamers, I'm over here cheering for you. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.